Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Okay, chip chip a on 16. One, <laughs> two, three. Wow. Got her. <laughs> Got her. <laughs> I love when Louise is like, let her finish, mom. Let her finish. It's so good. I think I leaned over to you and said that part's improvised. Sounds like it was improvised. A hundred percent. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Way too far ahead of ourselves. Just, I laughed so loud because I wasn't expecting that and I thought it was really funny. But I was also laughing so loudly because I wrote that into my um, synopsis too. <laughs> oh, great. I love it. There's going to be a lot of on 16s yes, in this just- episode. But for now, chip chip everyone. We are glad to be back here in your ears. In your hearts. That's the most important place for us to be in in your limos and on your trapeze bars. Oh, that sounds weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you are not going to believe how excited we are to record today's episode. But before you we- You made that seem so trapeze <laughs> Oh, got her again. That's two in a matter of minutes. Wait. You did like a you did like a Santa Claus laugh at that. I gripped my belly too. <laughs> okay. Um do we have any business before we get into this very important episode? We don't really have any business. I think we this is like this is a big episode. So fuck the business. We're very excited about it. I think we should get into a little Bob pun or Max pun. Let's do it. So we can get in this episode. Well, I you act as if I don't have a, a Skylar side. No, I mean that that's that's not business. This, those are those are fun things. Not they that are this, in the, fact the business fun is facts. fun always too. So, all right, um, let's do it. I think okay. I did a little. We're like talking over each other. I can tell we're just really excited <laughs> for this episode. I just started drinking my coffee and I'm already feeling it. So, woo. Okay, I think I did a little bit better. Last week than I have been doing. Let's see how it goes. This week we are doing Store Next Door. Fun. Are you ready for your first pun, Skylar? I am. The House of the Rising Bun Bakery. 
Bob's. Max. Okay. Hello, darkness, my old friend, blindfolds. Max. Yes. Takes all Rhine's composting center. Max. Bob's. You tried to trick me because we just started composting. <laughs> I know. I knew you would guess that that was... You. Me. Okay. This last one I kind of have to sing, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mama just killed a man. Legal representation. I'm going to say Bob's, but I think it's you. It's me. Oh, honestly, that was so good. Oh, thank you. So, so good. Thank you. I was proud of that one. And I, I'm so glad sometimes that I have this like microphone and this like P filter, whatever it does to pop filter, whatever oh, it is okay. in front of my mouth sometimes because I feel like I give it away when I'm like beaming with pride. Oh, Max is saying I can't see his face because of the microphone setup. So you were like, Smiling from ear to ear. I was like, this is a good one, Max. You were you, like you Louise. Good. Yeah. Like any looking at Nat. Yeah. Anything yeah. she said, Louise is just like nightmare beaming. smile. Yeah. Beaming a nightmare smile. Okay, showing, I'd say, for you. I'm I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. I I uh, we're both coming out of this proud, so that's good. That's all that matters. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? For Skylar Sides, the fun facts before the fun facts. Dish it, girl. Jam. Power jam. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> We're obsessed. obsessed. We're just obsessed. So, recently, a young heroic sophomore saved the life of a girl who was choking in his German class by doing the Heimlich maneuver. He saved her life. She was choking on candy. And do you know why he even tried to attempt the Heimlich maneuver? Because it was German and it's Heimlich. <laughs> Heim, I'm, I'm assume Heimlich is German. I think so too. Do you know why? Because he saw the episode of Bob's Burgers with the Today is Tomorrow's Yesterday poster. So close. Not right though. Oh. So he credits Bob's Burgers. For the reason why he sa could save this girl's life. Let me get a little bit more into the info because I was on Reddit and one of his classmates posted about the whole thing. So basically this girl started choking um, and nobody did anything. They all froze. They all froze. Someone ran to get the nurse and the nurse like didn't – she didn't come help. So good, good nursing, good nursing. It's like, who's the nurse from Bob's Burgers? Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds That's about right. Just too busy shaving people's heads. And so because nobody was doing anything, he got up and apparently very calmly walked over and did the Heimlich maneuver on her and saved her life. And he credits it to season one, episode 10, when Fish Odor is choking and Bob actually goes and does the Heimlich maneuver on him. So it isn't the choking poster. Wow. Isn't that fun? Uh, yeah, and it's also fun to know that there's multiple Heimlich, Heimlich references. references on the, I guess, you know, you're in a restaurant, you're chomping on burgers, there's got to be like... Some, some jokes there. Yeah. Oh, no, there's a third one. 
Well, no, no, that's in the credits of the uh, of the poster one. Oh. In the credits, oh. uh, Bob actually does have say, to perform have, Are we going to have to have a Heimlich watch, like we used to have uvula watch? Well, if you want to have a Heimlich watch, I have another Heimlich moment. Okay. Apparently in 2013 at Comic-Con, <laughs> Pop's Burgers was handing out uh, choke, choking hazard posters, but it's like written really in a humorous tone. It's all the family, all the characters are like doing the Heimlich maneuver, it's hysterical. Would you like to see it? I would. And uh, if you are listening and would like to see it, this is up on our carousel on Instagram for this episode. We post a bunch of slides for visuals for you. Oh my God, I love this. And I love that they got Speedo Guy in there. This is so good. I hope you're looking at this. If you're not looking at it right now because you're like driving or something, that's probably smart. But uh, pull over to the side of the road. We are talking about safety, so yeah, stay safe. Um, yeah, we should probably make a Bosberger's poster about not looking at your phone while driving. Why don't you read the second step for us a little bit and just give give a taste of how funny it is? Okay, this the second step has Linda doing the Heimlich on Bob, who doesn't necessarily looks like he even needs the Heimlich currently. He's he's a little shocked. What's going on? <laughs> if choking, apply abdominal thrusts. Stand behind the victim. Wrap your arms around his waist, whisper in his ear, you're going to owe me big. Then make a fist, <laughs> place it above the tummy hole and below the bosom cage. Grab this fist with your other hand. Press inward and upward with five quick thrusts while repeating the phrase, I'm a hero. Continue these thrusts until the object comes out or until you get distracted by something else. <laughs> it's great. It's so good. And as you were saying it, I was like, I think that I think I might actually remember this and it just clicked in my head how um effective humor can be for retaining information. Like I don't think I'll forget that. So so you're in luck. Yeah. Don't even chew your food anymore. Like we're good. Yeah. You know like the Animaniacs are the reason that I like know the, the names States? of countries. Oh, that's right. You can name them all. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. And Republic Dominican. Oh, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii. Is that even a song? Or are you <laughs> just saying, oh. I, it was our elementary <laughs> school play. So, uh, yeah, if I need to list the states alphabetically, we're good to go. Just don't ask us where to f- where they are, where these countries and states are on a map, a blank no, map. Well, then we're screwed. No, no, no. Um, okay. So that's my little fun fact. Bob's Burgers saving lives. I think we need to give the hero uh, some spotlight. Shall we listen to an interview with him? Yeah, what's his name? Diego Almeida. Diego Almeida. Okay, let's hear what he has to say. The teacher sent a kid to go to the nurse, and I ran up. Everyone moved away, and I, I just went into the position for Heimlich and did it a couple <laughs> times, and then she spit it out. Way to go. That is terrific. He says he learned that maneuver by watching a TV show called Bob's Burgers. So there you go, Mom. Let him watch a little more TV once in a while. (laughs) I love uh, yeah, anchors and stuff like that. Uh, Watching a TV show called, checks notes, Bob's Burgers. Bob Burger. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get into this episode, shall we? Yeah, I am beyond excited. 
It's a wonderful episode. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for Season 8, Episode 8, As Biscuit Licks Your Face? The title is V for Valentine Detta. Girl power on 16. When Jimmy Jr. takes Becky out for Valentine's Day, the limo driver Linda hires from Kissin' Coupons suggests they take Jimmy Jr. down and ruin his date. Meanwhile, Bob and Jean take a swing at trapeze. This episode came out on January 14th, 2018. It was written by Lizzie Molyneux and Wendy Molyneux and directed by Ian Hamilton. Let's not bury the lead. One of the best episodes of Bob's Burgers, if not my favorite episode. Introduces us to one of the most iconic recurring side characters on Bob's Burgers, Nat Kinkle. And I'd just like to say she is fully baked. Like, they don't just throw her in willy-nilly. Her mannerisms, her offbeat humor, her weirdness, her lovability, her supportiveness is all baked in. Her love of pink and purples. All there. Yeah. She is a phenomenal character. So well written. Good job, Molino sisters. And so well voiced by Jillian Bell. So... Just a great character. I do want to say we did like a deep dive into next. We have over on Patreon, we have a series that we do every now and then, the evolution of characters. And we just did that not too long ago. Patreon.com slash Bob's credits. If you want to subscribe, you can get it with our lowest tier. It's a bonus episode. And we had so much fun talking about like doing a real deep dive into the character, not just what we learned from her in this episode, but over the course of the series. Like who doesn't want to just talk about Nat for an hour? Yeah. Oh my God. Was it an hour? It was almost an hour. Those those episodes can get pretty long. There's a lot of information about characters. It's true. We'll get to all things Nat. How do you feel about this episode? I just want to start from the beginning. Because even before Nat enters this episode, I'm just hooked. And we meet Tina. And Tina is, has broken. The kids are at school. She is... Stuck in a mode. Such an important holiday for her. And she is absolutely crushed by (sighs) Jimmy Jr., who such a little asshole in this episode. He's so bad. Well, like, I love the reveal of information. It's not just that he's taking Becky out instead of Tina. It's that Tina gifted him a picture frame and he put Becky in it. And that is when Linda is finally like, Nat, let's go take this dude down. Um, but I want to talk about the beginning of the episode. Just from school to the restaurant, Bob's like, take her upstairs. We got to deal with this later. To them on the couch, the whole family is trying to figure out what happened. Louise is like, I'll make some calls. And it's so funny. And then one of my all-time favorite moments of this episode which I can't believe I'm saying that because it feels like every moment of this episode is my all-time favorite moment of the episode. But when Bob and Jean pick an uhing Tina up to take her to her bed, and she's just like floppy noodles, and Bob is trying to carry her and support his sweet daughter, it just was so funny and heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah, and Jean has to get the head. Yeah. It's just so heavy and yes. floppy. I like, I like when Jean says... uh I miss Tina's bones. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she does too, dude. Mm-hmm. So that's an inciting incident. And then Linda's like, we got to do a girl's day. 
And enter Nat from Kissing Coupons with the Pink Limo. Who is 100% on board with doing whatever it takes to cheer Tina up and uh, would love to get some revenge on this boy. And it keeps pushing for it. Also, it's just like every single joke is laugh out loud. Like all the Tom Hanks big limo jokes and getting like decapitated. They're all hilarious. Louis, every single Louise interaction with Nat is hysterical. And this montage that doesn't cheer Tina up, but cheers up us is an epic cheer up us cheer. Whatever. Words are just so hard. <laughs> this is why we need to pay the Bob's Burgers writers more yeah, to write the script for this podcast too. Yeah. Um, we get this girl power power anthem and a limo montage. Talk us through that, Max. Well, we're going to get into the song a lot more. Spoiler alert for the end credits. But it's it's so fun. It's the perfect, perfectly written girl power jam. And it it just builds off icon. It kind of reminds me of the Runaways, yeah. Joan Jett's first band, like sure. Cherry Bomb, and little Bangles. Yes, so it, it's it's so good. And then we end up at the Tiramisu factory, and Nat, of course, got them a table. She's a well connected woman. Yeah, Nat's. We've learned we learned so much that she's con- well connected in this town, probably from driving the lat limo around, having that limo service. We were asked recently on Patreon, another episode, a mailbag episode, what side character would you like to see have a spinoff or like a mm-hmm. own episode? And we thought Nat would be a fun one because she has this like company where you could totally have stories about like all the different customers she has and all these connections she has. She's just a great character. Remember that TV show that was really big and it was about a weed dealer in New York? I think it was HBO. He rode his bicycle. High maintenance. Yeah. It's Nat in a limo driving around Seymour's Bay. I think you could like learn so much about Seymour's Bay from just watching Nat drive around there. I say make it happen, especially because Jillian Bell has proven herself to just be such a good comedic actor and dramatic actor too. But I I just think that character and she would shine on their own show. I totally agree. I um I hate to say this because I'll take Nat in any circumstance. I think this episode is so much stronger than the episode where we re-meet Nat and do the drive to her ex's house to return like the snake or something like that. Yeah. I mean that's a great episode too. It is a great episode. Nat's so good. But yeah, this is this is definitely stronger, I think. Yeah. yeah. I love it so much. I do um, too. So we're at the Tiramisu factory, and if Tiramisu's not cheering Tina up, I don't know what to say because I want to go to this Tiramisu warehouse. I know you do. I love Tiramisu. Mine and Skylar's wedding cake was Tiramisu. It wasn't Tiramisu. It was a <laughs> Tiramisu inspired cake. Yeah, there was Tiramisu. Yes, flavoring. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell who put the order in? Yeah. Do you want to put a picture of our tiramisu wedding cake in the carousel? We don't have a picture. We don't have a single picture of we it? Don't. We do. I think we have some somewhere. Okay. We have, yeah, I think the photographer got some. Um, It's so good. And I'm so excited for our 
first year wedding anniversary because we get to bring that cake. We didn't get to enjoy the cake because you're so busy on the day of your wedding. Yeah. So I cannot wait to break that cake out from the freezer. Just dig into it. I can't either. Oh, I love when Linda Nat proposes, you know, the dead horse head situation and i love when linda's like you guys said dead horse like three times and tina didn't even say anything poor tina but then they go they decide to go stink bomb jimmy jr's date and uh jimmy jr's an asshole okay let's just let's talk about how okay i already said this but there's a reveal that the picture frame thing and linda's like let's freaking go one, I have to say, does this restaurant not make you crave like Tex-Mex or Mexican oh, food? Oh, so much so. So Especially deeply. when Tina is scooping the uh, guacamole off her boob with the chip. I'm like, I, I want to I want a chip and guacamole so badly. I know. I'm like, I want those enchiladas because it's not something we make at home like that frequently. You got to go get some really good cheesy enchiladas. Real quick, how many shirts do you have that have had guacamole spilled on them? So and, many. Okay. So, so many. It's so sad. Something about guacamole that's just so spillable. Well, I guess because I like make it from scratch. So it's kind of avocados like flying everywhere. <laughs> I just, just like seeing like violent, like chopping and like an avocado up in the air. Or, like you cook like a cartoon character. <laughs> Louise specifically. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Jimmy Jr. Because we have done, was it a fan theory? We I, are promoing Patreon I'm, like no, 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 I love it. I think, I think we've done some really fun stuff over there, and I just really think people would enjoy it. But well, Jimmy Jr. is is a character that I deeply love to discuss, and we did a whole fan theory about why Jimmy Jr. is so mean, and it and it's a really interesting episode. So it gave me so much more sympathy for him, and I have so much compassion for him in an appropriate way for how mean he is to tina or apathetic he is to tina but this is mean well because he does it to becky too but then he he's so mean to becky he's like well i'm not into you anymore and then he's like well tina do you want to stay and i just wanted to be like no he also gets becky's name wrong when he picks her up it's it's like mentioned mentioned so he calls her Betsy when he picks her up for their date late, which is kind of a kickback to Tina in Burger War. He calls her Tracy. Oh, way back come when. on. Yeah. Not cool, Jimmy Jr. Not okay. He's a little selfish. This self-centered. Is, yeah. This is just so emotionally ignorant. Yeah. To me. And then a little bit of like, okay. I s- I'm seeing who your father is, even yeah. though I think he will turn out to be a very fine young gentleman, despite his horrible father. This is Jimmy at his lowest. and yeah. He deserves to be stink bombed. He des- deserves to be stink bombed. And I think that's what's so fun about the episode is because you get all riled up and you you are. Yeah, you're like girl power on 16. You know, it's fun to root against him in this really big way. But then we get the most wonderful girl power lesson of all. Tina's like, I'm going to ruin Becky's date. And it's like, it's it's the classic, 
why do we punish like the other woman when a man is cheating? Like, and and it's so natural because we have been taught as women to that we have to be the prettiest or the best and that there's only room for one. We aren't taught to embrace each other because we've been raised with this like scarcity of like, well, am I going to be wanted by a man? And so it's this competitiveness. And that's where sometimes we go as women. And that's where Tina went. Yeah. And as she learns, like, like Becky had like no clue. It was, was like, as soon as she found out, she was like, I'm out of here with you. Let's get out of here. She found out that Becky was a victim yeah. of exactly the same thing. And that's what makes the end credits so amazing is they bring Becky in. Linda has this pep talk about what, you know, empowering other woman, women looks like. And Becky gets to join the fun for the last um, end scene of, of the episode. It's just a great lesson. I was walking Biscuit the other day and my neighbor, who's really cool, he stopped me and asked me what my Wagstaff sweatshirt was and I told him it was from Bob's Burgers and he was like, oh, my uh, 15-year-old daughter loves Bob's Burgers. And he was just like, you know, it's just so nice. There are things you don't want your kids to be into. It is so nice when they're into like great, when they're into something really cool. And I was like, yeah, and you know... There's lots of lessons to be learned in Bob's Burgers, but they're never preachy, and I think that's so important. So can you imagine watching this episode as, like, um an eight-year-old and what you learn from it? It's just cool. Yeah, I completely agree. When I was eight years old, I was throwing stink bombs in, like, neighbor's mailboxes. I can't I believe you did that. I don't want to give anyone ideas out there, but I did that. Well, used to get stink, used to buy stink bombs to be able to buy them off like the ice cream man truck. You bought stink bombs yeah. off the ice cream man. Yep. I have to know who this ice cream man was. I would get myself a a bar that was <laughs> a cartoon character with crappy gumballs in the middle and uh, some stink bombs. This is my favorite story that I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. Um, I apologize to all of uh, my neighbors who now know that that was me. Probably knew it was me already. Really? Were you like I think the I was Dennis like, the Menace? Well, I, I think I was just like the only like kid of age who would throw stink bombs into a neighborhood mailbox right like within – I should have gone a little further from, from my own home, I would say, <laughs> to like make it less obvious. You're such a little stinker as a kid, and now you're so um, risk adverse. Well, that's why I have I have faith for Jimmy Jr. Yeah, totally. Do you think Jimmy Jr. learned anything? I think he learned that adults can be scary because he was like, whoa, this fully grown woman's coming at me. He was I better like, get my shit who together. are you? <laughs> I think he does. I think he, I think he takes it in eventually. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you want to talk about the B story? We haven't even mentioned the B story, which is oh. your, one of your favorite Bob and Jean pairings. I say it all the time. We don't get enough of them, which I think is good. Like, because it, when you pair Bob and Jean together, it makes it so special because it's so rare. And I think this will forever be my favorite Bob and Jean moment. And we should definitely post a photo of this. So Linda's kissing coupon that she picks for Bob is to do this trapeze situation. And they both get too scared and they have to talk each other through it. And it's a whole night of bonding through utter fear of losing your life by plummeting to the ground. Um, and when they're walking home from the wharf, they just have like the sweetest bonding moment. And I think Jean says, I love you, dad. And Bob says, I love you too. And I love yous are not overused on this show. And it's really, really sweet. And when they hold hands and it's a shot from behind both of them, I want to die. It's so cute. Yeah, we got a screenshot of that. It's so sweet. And they're still in like their little trapeze outfits. It's great. Yes. I don't know. We've talked about this somewhere before, but the way their frills flutter in the air when they're doing the tramp trapeze things, the, the frills on their collar, I just love it so much. So we meet two, uh, these two trapeze artists. Hup, hup. Yeah. So let's get some voice actors, some guest let's voice actors it. other than Jillian Bell as Nat. Um 
the two trapeze artists are Jerry Flanagan and his brother Tim. And Jerry is voiced by Wyatt Cenac, who is back, but last time he was Nick, uh, the guy who works concessions at the planetarium in the last Bob Gene pairing, which is interesting. Interesting. That he's voicing these. Uh, he's like their fairy godmother. Kind of, yeah. Um, and his brother Tim is voiced by a funny stand up comedian named Ron Funches who is also voices Jerry Shaw on The Great North. Um, he's Honeybee's brother on The Great North, for you okay. Great North people. And uh, we last heard him on Bob's as Horseplay in The Equestronauts. Oh, fun. Yeah. Becky Crespi, speaking of The Great North, is voiced by Minty Lewis, who is one of the co-creators of The Great North with the Molino sisters. Really? Yeah. I love it. Um, Girl power. All all the I'm way. 16. All the way. Do you want to get into some fun facts here? Oh, I would love all the fun facts. Okay. Speaking of girl power, we learn that Gretchen is now working at the salon Dymia River. I mean, the name. Every which, detail in this episode is perfection. It's always, always good with the store names, which means she either lost or quit or works double job because she's not at the special girl store anymore. Oh, that's true. Which is also the last time we saw the girls pair off. That's the planetarium episode, yeah. I think. Interesting, right? Very interesting. Eh, I didn't see that gig lasting that long anyhow. Yeah, uh, that store might be shut down, to be honest. This is according to Fandom, where we get most of our facts, so take it with a grain of salt. But a seaplane could be seen in the background of one of the scenes by the jetty that appears to be upskirt Kurt's plane, Shoshana, from Seaplane. No way. I'll see if I can find that for our carousel. Okay. The phone number that Tammy gives Louise. 201 number. Is that yes, New Jersey? is for Northeast New Jersey, which yep. helps confirm the fact that this takes place in New Jersey somewhere. It does indeed. And finally, this episode earned the show's seventh consecutive nomination for Outstanding Animated Program on the Emmys, but it lost to Rick and Morty. Boo. I'll never get over that. No, it should have won. Other than that, do you have anything else you want to say before we get to the end credits? I don't think so. I just think it's a perfect episode. I do too. It's a wonderful, wonderful episode. I never get sick of it. I, I was going to say that. Like, we, it's very rewatchable. Yeah, we've watched this one so many times. You know, cause some of these episodes we said we like stopped rewatching because we wanted them to kind of be fresh for this podcast as we go through the series. This one we've watched so many times and it's always phenomenal. But the last moment we get before the end credits leads us into the end credits. The girls have just have, are all on the limo, including Becky, and they're about to go full Thomas Hanks for this end credit sequence. Let's hear it. We doing this, ladies? Let's do it. Okay, I want you to repeat after me, and I'm taping it on my phone. Ready? I, I, I will not sue you if I get decapitated. Will not sue you if, if I, I get, get decapitated. decapitated. Let's eat some bugs! Yeah! Woo! Look at this, Thomas Hanks! Who's big now, baby? <laughs> oh my God! This is a girl power jam! We're all girls, no mans! I think I just caught a little joke that I didn't here before linda goes oh my face i think a bug yeah hit her in the face yeah they toss that one in there it's great so good so tell me end credits what, what happens at the very end there and how does it they peel off into a donut 
in an abandoned parking lot. All of them are in the, what is it called? Sunroof. Sunroof. And then the end credits come up. We have the left side of the screen, the end credits, vertical. And the first shot kind of is from the last scene. They're still in the parking lot, it looks like. And they're But all- now we've gone to the the classic kind of like where just the characters are in color and the backgrounds and stuff and the limo are all in black and white. Exactly. And yeah, they're all popping out of the sunroof. Yep. And Louise has her makeup on. We didn't even talk about that iconic moment. Yeah, that makeup is so good. And it's so f- what some of my favorite animation in the episode is when Which, she's like eating the, the tiramisu. tiramisu. Yeah. Yeah, the and makeup's you see, like, so funny. You can see like her actual mouth, but yeah. it looks so funny with the makeup. Yes. I love when that I think it's one of the best line deliveries. She's like, and you, what were you going for? <laughs> and Louise is like, nightmares. So good. And then we get a close up shot of Nat as she's driving the limo. She's in color. The lim- the inside of the limo is now black and white. And you can see Louise's little feet dangling. I don't know how she's on she her is. Tippy toe. She is using that arm strength to hang out that window because her yeah her feet. She's are not dangling. on the backboard. No, it looks like her feet are dangling. That girl has some unless, some arm unless strength. Unless she's on the backboard. It what do could, you think? It could be a tippy toe. I don't know. Like she kind of looks like she's gripping with her arms. I think Louise would do anything not to miss out on this moment. Yeah, I just don't know how she holds up spinning. With her little <laughs> little nine year old arms, that's just, that's some arm strength if she's da- actually dangling. It's I think you true. might be right that she's on her tippy toes, yeah. but uh, it's funny to think that she's dangling. Yeah, it's very funny. And then it cuts to a shot of Dimea River, and you can actually see when you pause it, which this will be in our carousel. Also, Gretchen is working in there, in in the shot. It's going to salons and getting glam, dancing in a fountain and getting wet. You can see Gretchen is dancing, so she's clearly looking, uh, listening to this girl power really? jam. Yeah, she's dancing a bit. Oh, that's cool. As the limo then drives by Daimia River yep. with the girls all hanging out the sunroof, this is all in color. And we can now see that the song is recreating their night. Yes. So they got makeovers. Then the next shot is they go is they drive past the fountain where they splashed around in in that Which montage. Looks very much like the Friends Fountain. I think it's supposed to look like the Friends Fountain. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so funny, like this is so fun in a fountain. <laughs> like, is it? I don't know. To like swim around in a fountain? Like, I don't know you that you can friends? swim. Yeah. In Friends they swim in it, right? They like getting it. Yeah. They don't swim in it. Yes, they absolutely do. No, they don't. Oh, my God. They absolutely do. Ch- Chandler comes up and, like, spits out some water. Okay. And and David Schwimmer is sh- swimming. Swimming. <laughs> okay. Whatever. He's all wet. I can't believe you don't know that they swim in the fountain. I thought they played in the fountain. There, there's swimming in the fountain. They're doing laps in the fountain. They're not doing, they're not freestyle swimming in the fountain, but they're like getting in the fountain. Yes. <laughs> there's a big difference between getting in the fountain and swimming in the fountain. There is like, a, it's enough to say they're swimming in the fountain. Okay. Yes. Okay. They're not Whoa. like backstroking back and forth, but they're swimming. It's very serious Whew. about this. Uh, we get the security guard come coming in with the light. Love it. And then it cuts to the beach. They're scaring some fish in yep. the water. It made me so sad in this montage in the 
in the show, in the episode, Tina's just watching them do all the fun things and nothing's helping. Fathering some fish with no regrets. Eating up some treats with our mom and friends. Hoping that this night never ends. <laughs> they drive by the Tiramisu warehouse. Love it. And then they drive by <laughs> the trapeze school and Bob and Jean are up there stuck holding hands. Just- Still gripping onto each other for dear life. I love that they were like, look, this is the girl power jam. Yes. And I'm talking about like the writers of the show, the creators of the show. But we got to get our boys in there too. Yes. But it's a great juxtaposition. Like these girls are free and empowered and their heads are out the window, sunroof. And the boys are. And the boys are just stuck. And terrified. (laughs) And they could use some girl power. I right can just now. see Louise being like, is that dad? Of course that's dad. Yeah. So then we get a close-up of Nat again in the limo, and now we see more legs. Louise is totally on the backboard, don't She you think? is, yeah. She's tippy-toeing on the backboard, and everyone else is standing on the seats. This is a girl power jam. We're all girls. No man. Girl power on 16. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Let her finish. Let her finish. So the final shot is they're at the sunroof shot from the beginning again, where they're all in the parking lot and mm-hmm. they're popping out of the sunroof. But then... Wait, hold on. Let's back up. So first you have the parking lot scene again, but Nat's driving and it's just a close up. And it's so fun because you can tell she's just doing like an intense donut. There's like so much spinning. Then we see the girls spinning up through the sunroof. And then what happens? Nat pops up and joins them. Who's driving? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Maybe she, you know, she tied uh, rope to the... I don't know what's going on. I don't know. But I love it. I love it too. I love that they got the countdown in there and the letter finishes with like in in the song are so good. I also like the everybody claps twice, which is fantastic. Do you want the full lyrics? I do. But before you do that, I want to know (laughs) if anyone around my age loved the movie Center Stage as much as I did and loved the limo montage where they're going through New York in a limo, sticking their heads out of the sunroof to the song, we'll be, we'll be friends forever. It's one of my all-time favorite movie moments. Please DM me if you have seen Center Stage. Please. Girl Power Jam lyrics. This is a girl power jam. We're all girls. No mans, going to salons and getting glam, dancing in a fountain and getting wet, bothering some fish with no regrets, eating up some treats with our mom and friends, hoping that this night never ends. This is a girl power jam. We're all girls. No mans. Girl power on 16. One, two, three, four. Letter finish, Um, letter finish. I'm not even going to say we need highlights and lowlights. These are phenomenal end credits. The song is fantastic. The retelling of the episode through the song is fantastic. Should we just score them? 11. Okay. Uh, we <laughs> <He's> score. <speechless. laughs> we, she always forgets that I weed. <laughs> we score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's A. Uh. But I think this one, we could go uh, 1 to 16. Oh. How do you feel about that? I feel so good about I mean, that. It counts as a 10, but, but 
Are you ready to do this? Yeah. Um, let's let's say our answers on sixteen. Okay. One, two, three, four, sixteen. Oh, I thought we were actually going to count to sixteen. Let me finish. Let me finish. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Sixteen, 16 which is a ten. But a 16, special, <laughs> special, special. No Nobody's question. Nobody's keeping score. No question. One of my favorite end credit sequences from the show. Yes. And love the song. That, you are welcome on the show anytime. I love this show. Who who wrote the song? That's a good question. I need to we send should them, look that up. I need to send them a flight of tiramisu. Oh, send me a flight of tiramisu. Are you looking it up? Yes. Oh, of course. Composer, John Keith. Mm-hmm. Composer, Wendy and Lizzie Molyneux. Of course. Lyricist, Wendy and Lizzie Molyneux. It makes sense. Thank you for giving us the gift of this song and of Nat Kinkle, Molyneux Sisters. I'm obsessed. Um, I'm obsessed. Those are the end credits to V for Valentine Detta. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You want to see those images that we all talked about? Follow us on Instagram, Bob's Credits. Follow us on TikTok, Bob's Credits. Follow Skylar on Instagram. No crying and cooking. Follow me on Instagram. Oh, hello, it's Max. And uh, leave us a review. I don't know why I put a question mark at that. Leave us a review, exclamation point. It really helps us out. And it means the world to us. And we love reading. It's just a fun way to connect with y'all, too. Yeah, it is. Because... We're in like a little box talking to ourselves right here. Yeah. So it's it's a fun way to connect. Or if you don't want to leave us a review, DM us. Yeah, Let's get a but, combo started. But leave us a review. But leave us a review. It's, it's a great way to help us out. Yeah. And, you know, just show your support of the show. Yes. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I don't know. I don't know how to end it, Max. Stay stinky? Stay stinky. There you go. Stink. We stink bomb them on the way out. Little I Max would be so proud. <laughs> A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.